Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Happer and Shaper. He says I take no joy in life. I can see that. Coming at you live from Copple Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. Why, why are you yelling at me? Whatever, make me a bicycle clown. On 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer. You might want to look away for this. Mike Shaper. My boy's wicked smart. This is Happer and Shaper. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. It's Happer and Schaefer here on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Connor Happer, Mike Schaefer with you. Good morning, Mike. Good morning, Connor. How are you? Uh, I'm just annoyed, greatly annoyed at the uh, onset of a basketball season that already just feels like it's a calamity. It's kind of bad. Uh, I mean, there's a lot. So... Beyond just how bad the product is, like the experience in PBA is sort of bad right now. Like there's just horrific lines for everything. If you if you just want a bottle of water, you're gonna miss an entire half of basketball. Uh, the I mean, these are like small things. The Wi-Fi just doesn't work in the building anymore. Like it's just a so it's just like a crap experience combined with and made significantly worse by a team that isn't remotely enjoyable to watch. And that in a third season for a head coach yeah. is not a great thing, especially when individual pieces of this team are fun, but the collective of it is just watching a bunch of people dribble for a while and then putting up bad shots. And here you are. So, uh, yeah, last night was ultra depressing um, going in and, and watching Nebraska play and basically sort of realize. And I, I you you and Sipple and I completely disagree on this. I don't think that Creighton team's going to do much this year. Sipple asked me what their ceiling was. Yeah. I said their ceiling was to to scratch the to and to get to the NCAA. Tournament. I don't even. Know I don't I, know that yeah. they'll get to that. I think their ceiling might be fringe bubble team. I just don't. I don't see a lot there from them, and that's what makes last night's loss even worse for Nebraska. I just in. I don't know, man. Like, and this this is cutting straight to the topic of the day. I think, but Greg McDermott gets the most out yeah. of his teams. I I I felt that for a long time. I mean, I I think he's a a really good coach. Um, I, I think Creighton's incredibly fortunate to have him. Um, and I just, I looked at that lineup. I watched that team play. And if, if they do achieve as he often does with Creighton, it would be one of his best coaching performances ever yeah. to me. If they make the NCAA, I, I think they're better than the year after everybody left with Doug and, and that, yeah, and that group. was like a 14 win team. Yeah. That was like a 14, so but this, they, but they had a couple big wins. They mm-hmm. beat Nebraska on the road, just like they did this year. Yep. And they, I think they beat Oklahoma and it, I, 
you know, avalanche comeback game, something like that. Last I- night felt a lot like 2014. Um, now, Nebraska closed the gap, and this game was closer. 14-15, the year after yeah. the tournament. Yep. Um, Nebraska closed the gap last night, and it, it, was, it was closer. But the way that game started and just how it sort of went. I mean, at one point, Creighton was shooting uh, – what 75 percent 80 percent from the floor so that's uh just a horrible horrible start nebraska gets back in it with a ton of fool's gold which shockingly was not repeatable for them uh as they went through the second half so i there's individual things in there like i i think cj wilcher the longer the season goes the more i i I almost think that he's going to end up replacing lat in the starting lineup here. Um, I I like what I saw with, with C.J. Wilcher to a degree. There's so much in there, though. I mean, we we could pick individual moments. You have Fred Hoiberg screaming at his team on the floor, one shot, one shot, one shot. I, thank you for saying that. Keon the, Edwards. I want to go back to that. five minutes. So let's set that up. Let's set that up. This is the end of the first half. Yeah. Right at the end of the first half, and Nebraska had cut it to two. Two-point game. Nebraska had cut it to two, and they get the ball off of a off of a loose a ball, stop. off of a turnover, and the shot clock goes out, and there's twenty some seconds left on the clock. And Nebraska, in their crazy panic brain, because they had just got done completing this awesome comeback, they went on an eighteen to two run. The place was out of control. It was really cool. They immediately get the ball deep into the corner to Keon Edwards. Fred Hoiberg, I'm watching him. He is screaming, shouting, one finger in the air, one shot, one shot, one shot. We can't give up a possession here. Keon Edwards takes a three in the corner, misses. Creighton gets to the free throw line on the other side. They get two free points before halftime. Yeah. And that, like, that's the stuff in a, you know, it shows a bunch of things. I'm, I'm really glad you said that because that's one of the possessions that, um, I kind of marked down last night. There was another one coming out of a timeout in the in the second well, half that I thought was so really that big whole too. last minute. So before Creighton even got the ball, I want to look back to see who it is. I don't know if they do play by play on the on Huskers dot com, but I think it was Kobe Webster. I could I could get you the playlist. So I the guy that I go to games with, he's a listener. You know, we we always joke and and yell two for one every time you're in a situation like that where you want to be able to at least get a shot off and then get the ball back for a second one I think it was Kobe Webster took a horrible three-pointer which was sort of his uh correct sort of what got Nebraska back in the game that was his heat check three yeah Yeah. and it, it like it was one where like he he weirdly had his right knee up in the air like there was going to mm-hmm. be some contact or something yeah. and the ball like it, it had no chance of going in so the ball never got to anybody else's hands on that possession for the most part he just lets it rip okay whatever you get a potential two for one opportunity you get the stop I'm watching like Fred immediately they have the ball and he starts screaming one, like the finger one. goes up he's yelling like it's as animated as he's been that night yep I don't remember who pushes it to the corner, but you could just tell Edwards, who had played a few minutes at that point and hadn't taken a shot, there was no way he wasn't letting that ball fly. CJ, according to the play-by-play, CJ got the steal at 23 seconds, yep. and Edwards shot the ball at 17. Yep. And I think it was, so if I remember, the steal happens towards the... Uh, Three-point line on the other side. Yeah. Like, it, it, they weren't that deep. And then he crosses the court diagonally, and then the ball ends up in Edwards' hands, and it was a terrible shot, but 
it was also one of those things like he didn't he was open, but he didn't really need to take it in and, that moment either. And then they had a dumb foul coming back with, yep. with four seconds Breidenbach. left. Breidenbach. and it put him into the one. Laid on a switch and then bumps the guy. And then they got a, a free they, they got two free throws out of it. They yeah. made the first. They missed the second. The basketball. But you, you gave up a, a points, a possession, and another free point. Yep. The, the basketball IQ for Nebraska relative to the team they played last night in Creighton was on stark display of how poor it is. Uh, and that's that's kind of been an issue for three years. And some of that is having to continually build a team by getting random pieces and throwing them together and then hoping that it just sort of works out. Creighton's a team that hasn't played together a lot, and yet they didn't seem to have the same issues. They had guys that were in the right spot, guys that knew what they were doing, and then above There's all else. There's a reason why. It's it's yeah. it's the, it's what they do. They get fits, and they, they work for them. They know exactly what they're looking for, like specifically in, in, in traits on the basketball court and in traits as a human being. They won't turn over the keys to someone who doesn't fit very specific things. And Ryan Emhard fits it exactly. And Marcus Zagorowski fits it exactly. And Maurice Watson fits it exactly. Like all those three. There's a reason why those guys look the same. There's there's a reason. Because they're the same type of person. They're all winners. They can make a shot. And, and Zagorowski can make you know more shots than both of them. They can make a shot when they're asked to. And they're the head of the snake on the offense because they make awesome decisions with the basketball, and they could play in the flow of the offense. That's the kid's third game. It's his first road game in yep. that environment last night. There's a reason why that that makes sense. All the when when they can do that type of thing, he's going to get better by next year. Well, by by his third year, we'll be talking about him like an All American. It's a guarantee. It's a lock in what they do as far as a system, what they recruit to, what their personnel is, and then they how they kind of fill in around that. But it's all it always starts with the point guard. And what Nebraska decided to do this offseason was replace Delano Banton with Alonzo Verge. And I'm not saying that that can't work, but what he but because we've seen it work for a couple exhibition games, mm -hmm. and he's obviously a capable passer. And I want to get to some of this Fred stuff on Verge last night and you know, just kind of how the offense is working right now. We're going to get to that in a second. But on the face, what you did was you replaced Banton, your pass first six-foot-nine point guard with a six-foot volume shooting off guard. Yeah. It's not a fit. It, it, like on the face, it's not a fit, and I think Verge, like I said, is a capable passer. By the way, I know this kind of flies a little bit in the face of what I'm saying right now, but we got to take it easy on Verge in the in the arena. It doesn't do anybody any good to be moaning and groaning the second he gets the basketball in his hand. It's not it's not helpful. It's not it, it like it's not going to be fun for anybody. It's going to turn it into a super duper ugly situation and a thing that you know like it. It doesn't. There was points last night. He made a couple plays for Nebraska last night, and it was just like, yeah, okay, I guess you know, clap. That's not right, guys. Like that. That's that's not right. And I realize that a lot of pressure is on him. And I'm gonna you know we're gonna talk about it all show long today. There's a lot on him because. In order for this to work, he has to be doing the things that he's asked to, to do. But it is not helpful to, you know, be bleh, the second he touches the basketball. 
That's your starting point guard. I guess I didn't notice a lot of that, but I didn't. It's been happening the last two games yeah. consistently. I mean, I wasn't there Friday, and then last night I didn't really notice it, but I, I'm probably not the person that would, to yeah. be honest. So, um, you could feel it. Yeah. I. It didn't feel like he played that much um, because Webster got a lot of time, and we haven't seen a lot of him this year. So I think that sort of came at the expense of Verge. And he, he really only had 22 minutes, but in that time, 15 attempts. And it just uh, – the other issue is they're not attempts that are generally in the clear. They're just at-the-rim attacks that – it goes to what I was talking about. When their me. offense doesn't work, it's broken. Yeah. Like when, when when they are not free flowing in the point guard. Like what what they have effectively done is, and I want to get to the phone call here in just a second. We want to hear from you guys at four zero two four six four five six eight five. Like their offense is built so much around the idea of reads and it's free flowing and that's great and it's awesome. But you have to absolutely, totally, and completely trust your point guard. Because that guy is running your offense. He's making every decision with the basketball in his hand. He's initiating offense. He's finding shooters, things like that. It doesn't work if unless the point guard and the head coach are on the exact same page. So you hand it over the keys to him, and it's like, all right, make make a read, make a play, and let's go from there. It just Right now, and if it doesn't work, if he's not doing that, nothing works. For Nebraska basketball, it stops and it ends there. I hate to make the comparison to the quarterback situation at Nebraska, oh, but, God. It, but it really is. Like if if it's not, if you can't trust that guy to do the right thing, then it just it has no chance to work. Yeah. And and the bad thing is Nebraska has built the roster. I I I don't know about in the like with the idea that. You know they were going to be so good on offense that it was going to work, but their margin for error is basically already wiped out by the fact that they're not physical, they can't rebound, and they can't defend. Oh, and by the way, your best on-ball defender is now out for the foreseeable future, potentially the entire season, in Trey McGowan's, and you're still figuring things out on offense? It can't be like that. Like they have to find ways to win games while they're figuring this out, because it's going to get ugly quick. Yeah. If if they don't, this is their only way to win games right now. So look at, I mean, and this is why this is such an interesting game. The Creighton game is such an interesting game um, every year, but specifically this year. Because Nebraska has better talent. They have better athleticism. They're better physically. You look at them before the game, all that stands out to you. But McDermott knows that, and he sees that, and he slows things down. They're not what they want to be right now. They're not getting up and down the floor and smoking everybody in in transition, although they smoked Nebraska in transition last night in the first half. I don't know what that was. Fred said, Fred said the number one key on the board this week was get back in transition defense. What'd they do? They gave up a huge run in the first half, all on transition. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Yeah, like, I, I don't understand that piece of it. But what do they do? What, is, what does Creighton do? They slow things down. They execute. They run set plays. Yes, they allow their point guard a certain amount of freedom, but it's it's boxed in a little bit. You could tell. He's got, he's got one read to make, and then he dishes it off to the other guy, and then they got a couple shooters around him. Nebraska has that, too. Nebraska has a bunch of stuff. It needs more structure at the, at this moment right now for where they're at and the personnel that they have and the guys they have on the floor and the amount of trust they have in them. It needs more structure. They It, it can't just be, you know, it, it's, it's obviously not going to be an 85-point-a-game offense right now. They can't get they, – they can't do it. Yeah, well, they're – one, they're just not shooting well enough. I mean, remotely. So, but it's interesting because it feels like for three years, the only way that Nebraska gets any remotely easy baskets is transition. If they're if they're in the half court set, it is just a total dogfight for them to even get two points out of it. And so, um, it would require Hoiberg to go against what he is as a coach and. I don't know if he can do that. It the parallels with football. There was a moment. There was a moment last year where they they did. They decided to to put the lid back on and say, you know what, we can't live like this. <laughs> we can't live with giving up, you know, a free possession every fifteen seconds. We we can't we can't do that. This year, the problems are a little bit different because yeah. it's the- you know. The and ball movement's different and stuff like that. The personnel, yeah. The personnel is different. But la- last year they showed the ability to kind of adjust to it a little bit. I I hope that A, e- either, like plan A, Verge just figures it out, right? Like he turns it around, he he does what, what he's asked to do, and he is that distributor point guard that I think he's capable of and that I don't think they bring him in if he's not capable of. But if we go past option A... Option B is you have to change who you are a little bit because it, like, it can't it can't work like Nebraska. They either have to they have to get more physical, crash the boards harder. Yeah, um, you know, effort and intensity is a, is a big thing I think at times surrounding this team as well. But man, it's <clears throat> there. It just feels like there's no in between. It's either on and it's on, or it's off and yep. you can't win. And. Part of it, I guess, I I don't want to say that they aren't working hard or attempting to to play hard. I, I don't want to get that in the conversation, but there's little things they just don't do, and there's enough of the guys on their roster who simply don't do them. They just do not look to check out and box out at all. Their version of rebounding is to just jump and try to tap it to each other. It's not to physically find someone, check them, and then go up with body position. They give up positioning under the hoop and around the hoop super easily. Along the same line, Schaefer, their version of trying to get to the foul line, like... It it doesn't even seem like sometimes because you know well it looks like they're running a halfback dive the off the offense is all out of sorts right mm-hmm. so they they they've at times resulted to like let's just do rock fight and you know try and get to the free throw line 
it doesn't even look like at times they have the intent of scoring the basketball. No, it the intent like is to put themselves on the floor. Right. They're they're throwing their bodies at yep. at whoever's there. And guess what? It's not going to work against the seven foot one guy who's standing there with his arms in the air because he can reach the rim flat footed on the ground. Like it's not, you're going to just run into the brick wall. He's straight up and down. You're not yep. going to get a foul call there. I know people were complaining about it in the first half when they were doing that, but he was just standing there. You can't just run into him and pretend yeah. like it's a foul. Well, and you also just can't live on the idea that if you fall to the floor, it's going to help you too. Because in one respect, if you get injured by doing that, that's idiotic. In the other respect, you are now on the floor while the ball is going the other way. And we, you mentioned this. Nebraska is slow getting back too often. I don't get that. And it, if that the, if, should never be if an the issue. no like my before Fred talked about it last night my question was going to be did you think they were going to get out in transition it didn't seem like they were prepared for it just, this is what Creighton is this is exactly what they want to do yeah and then there's just so many simple things like Lat drives in takes a shot at the corner of the elbow of the the free throw line. Doesn't follow his shot. Ball goes directly back to that. Instead, he's sort of floating off to the side, waiting to see if it goes in or not. It's just the basketball IQ and the small plays are completely undoing whatever this team can do. And then throw in the larger stuff, the the sort of dysfunction on offense. Yeah. And then the the bigger one now with the defense, like it's yeah. Like if, I said, if you they, can't even do the small stuff. Right. These other things are just going to be larger and magnified in a way that's going to sink you. Like I said, they they already erased their margin for error for not being physical and being able to rebound. If the if you don't have an offense on top of that, it's you got no chance. And rebounding is such a mentality, right? Uh, the sad thing to me is this has been. It doesn't matter if it's Hoiberg. It does, like rebounding has been an issue for Nebraska basketball seemingly for like eight years, and it's so much of it is just. They just get these guys that just kind of just watch. They're just, and eh, someone else will get it. And it was Kalkbrenner. He was getting all of them last yeah. night. And I, like he, there. he was probably the guy that I have changed my opinion on the most. Like, I, he's going to be just one of these classic Creighton guys that through four years, his development track is just mm -hmm. a straight arrow up that you're going to be sick of by the time it's the fourth time Nebraska plays them in 2024. Yeah, and by the way, rebounding doesn't necessarily get easier without Trey McGowan's. No. Who, I mean, your guard rebounding is basically gone now. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's another person crashing the boards. Right, so we have, we have obviously, plenty of gas here. We want to hear from you guys, 402-464-5685. We'll take a phone call from the Honda uh, Lincoln Hotline here. We got Dave on the line. Hey, Dave, thanks for holding. Go ahead. Hey, sure. Uh, thanks, Connor. Hey, thanks, Mike. Hey, uh, hey, Mike. Uh, I had friends back in Lincoln. They went to the game, and they I, you 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 hit on a little bit of calamity. They said there was like one concession stand open on the three hundred level, and they said they just gave up because. But you're right. You you'd miss an entire half just getting a bottle of water. But you know, uh, Connor, Mike, this this team can't afford to lose games in non-conference because that's just another game you got to win in the big. You're you're, I know you guys don't gamble much, but the projected win total for Nebraska, the offshore books had it at 16 and a half. So when you lose a non-conference game, that just means you have to win one more game in the Big Ten, which a projected record is like 
you know, eight and twelve or seven and thirteen. But this team sometimes watching it, it's like throwing a bunch of ingredients together in a crock pot and hoping it tastes good later. But mm, done that. No, before. I see I see two guys, many guys, and Mike's right. Too many guys miss a shot, they don't follow it or they're not hustling down the floor. You y'all see that too much, but I I swear, Connor, I heard on TV when Birds got the ball, the PBA crowd yelled pass. Yeah. And, you know, if they keep doing that, that's not good. You know, and Fred's got a turn of a guy who shot it at Arizona State like 20 or 25 times a game into a guy who's going to be ball handling. That's going to be tough to break, you know. But anyway, thanks for taking my call, guys. Thank you. Yep, thanks thanks for the call, Dave. I appreciate it. It's – you know, when when it gets tough, when you get somebody in your face, you fall back on your tendencies. Um, and I, Fred's trying to get him out of it. Let's let's hear from Hoiberg from last night. Here he is on um, Alonzo Verge and kind of his performance and and where he's at right now. Well, again, we we had a really good film session, and uh, you know he was very engaged in that film session. He's had a lot of really good moments in this preseason, as far as. Look at the Colorado game. I mean, look at the uh, first exhibition game we played. Uh, you can look at all our practices. I mean, he is getting in the paint and making plays. Right now, he's getting in the paint to shoot. And he's got to start understanding when you get in the paint, kick it, spray it, that's where you get open shots. And that's the strength of our team. So, you know, we'll continue to watch film. We'll continue to uh, do what we can to get better. But I thought that lineup that was in there uh, was the one that could pull us back in. And that's exactly what they did. That's a good thing about having a little bit of depth, you, you know. You could pull a guy if it's not working, which is which is nice. Um, here's a little bit more on Verge. Well, again, you know, he is such a gifted player, talented player, and he's always had a scores mentality, uh, playing off the ball really for the last four years, and asked to score the ball at a high at a high clip. He played off the ball last year with the, one of the top point guards, transferred to Kansas, Remy Martin, and you know now, uh, you know, understanding getting in the paint, uh, and he missed three layups right right at the basket in the last game he makes those maybe it was a different story for him and you know but when he gets in there and makes a play uh generally we get a good shot and i and believe me i still have 100 percent confidence in alonzo Burge. there you go that's fred hoiberg after the game there's a lot going on obviously <laughs> right now as it pertains to nebraska basketball yeah uh, all the way down to the even just the stuff that you expect him to be somewhat better at, you're 2 of 11 in the second half from three-pointer. I mean, you got to be able to hit more of those shots. I mean, you you need Bryce McGowan's to, to basically – he hit, what, four on Friday? Is mm-hmm. that right? He had all four of their three-pointers. Mm-hmm. You need him to come through. You need Kese Tominaga, who hit his first, and I think he's missed every shot since. Yep. Um, you just need these guys, even if if they're not playing that much, even if you're only given 10, 12 minutes, like when you get that opportunity, you got to be able to cash it in. And uh, they're just really struggling. Here's um it, here's the clip that I was kind of talking about. He said that, um, that get, getting back in transition was kind of the first thing on the board this week. Here's uh, This is kind of his opening statement last night and how it went in the early going. Uh, we lost that game in the first – first five minutes I mean we just every day we put the key on what the games are the last two we have not gone out and executed it last game was rebounding they got four of them in the first minute and a half tonight 
was transition. And after getting off to a solid start, I think it was five to one in our favor. Uh, they got anything they wanted in transition, and and that's disappointing. We had some bad offense that led to those possessions, uh, but mostly it wasn't communicating and getting matched up to their shooters. And that's when they get confident. That's what Creighton does. That's what they hang their hat on, is getting out in transition. And we knew they were way more capable shooting the ball than what their numbers indicated, as as were we. Uh, but uh, you know, it just opened up the floodgates there in the first 10 minutes. Once we had the right lineup out there. Um, I give our bench all the credit in the world for getting us to climb back into that thing, you know, led by Kobe. He was phenomenal out there. The ball was moving. It was hopping. We were uh, uh, moving the ball side to side, uh, cutting, getting back cuts. Uh, didn't have that early. We challenged the big guy. We talked about it. 7-2 at the rim. You got to drive in there to make a play. When he blocks shots, that fuels our fast break. It gets him out in transition. So, you know, biggest thing, we got to come out and get off to better starts. We can't continue. Uh, to dig ourselves a hole like that. It takes too much energy to get yourself out. There's a bigger conversation to be had about, um, you know, personnel and that type of thing, and I, and I do want to have it, and we can do that in the show today, 402-464-5685. But I want to hear from you guys um, on the Honda Lincoln Hotline and the Sarder Heyman text line as Nebraska loses their 10th game in 11 tries against Creighton last night. It was another uh, – Another frustrating one. They also didn't wear red jerseys, which I thought was uh, gonna, maybe going to be a staple going forward of the game mm. um, since it was in 2018. Mm. Just white, white on blue, red on blue. I thought that was, I thought that was kind of cool to watch on TV a couple years ago. Let's take a quick break here. Rico is in next, or did we kill him? Well, we'll see if he wrote anything down. Okay. Do we get the we get the final call on if he. If he lives or not right yeah. now. Well, if he did his job for today, he lives. If he didn't, he's dead. Gotcha. Back with Rico in for True or False next. Follow Connor and Mike on Twitter. At Connor Happer. At Mike J. Schaefer. You're listening to Happer and Schaefer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.